0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Buckle up, strap yourself in, and get ready.
0: Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I told the Ravities this morning, uh, it's official, guys. It's official. uh, Dogs are intellectually superior to the furball-spitting other inhabitants of a lot of homes. And the two of them looked at me with one of these or two of these. Why don't you tell us something we didn't already know looks? Maybe a little later on in the show today, if we have the time... We'll talk about this research that was done that finally going to put to rest the argument between dog owners and cat owners. Dogs are smarter. I've always known that. Please hold the emails for just a little while. Busy show ahead today. We're going to be speaking with an RCMP inspector who was on the air with us about a month ago. Stephen Glode, he's a serving RCMP inspector. And he's going to be protesting tomorrow outside the Federal Public Security Public Safety Minister's office, Ralph Goodale's office in Regina, over concerns the inspector has about the RCMP. And it has to do with, among other things, sexual harassment and bullying. So we'll speak with Inspector Glode later. Also today, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson is back with us, the University of Toronto psychologist who refuses to use non-word gender pronouns, and some people see him as the ultimate villain, and others see him as a heroic defender of freedom of expression. We spoke with him last weekend. We'll have part two of that conversation. It'll be live a little later on today. What else do we have for you? Well, we've been talking a great deal about the issue in British Columbia, the Equitas lawsuit, where wounded members of Canada's armed forces are suing the federal government and saying to Mr. Trudeau, as they said to Mr. Harper before him, you have a responsibility toward us. There's a social contract between the federal government of Canada and the men and the women of the military. And successively, Stephen Harper and Justin Trudeau have said, no, there isn't. So it's been in court, and millions of dollars have been spent by two successive federal governments to challenge our men and women of the military that there's no social contract, which Sir Robert Borden, who was the prime minister in 1917 during the First World War, just before the Battle of Bimmy Ridge, assured Canadians in the armed forces there was a social contract. So tomorrow, the British Columbia Court of Appeal will announce its decision in the Equitas lawsuit. That'll be at 10 o'clock Pacific time. And uh, I'm going to be speaking with Mark Birchall. He's the president of the Equitas Society. He'll join us later on on the show today. What else? What else? Have we got a busy day. Bill Morneau will be the subject of discussion next hour. Catherine Swift, former president, CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. She's an economist. And she sat on the board of the C.D. Howe Institute with Morneau for several years. She's, of course, also one of the beauties on our Saturday, Beauties and the Beast. And that's not all we've got. Boy, it's uh, it's quite the day. Mr. Trump is in the news. We spoke enough about Donald Trump yesterday. I find it interesting that uh, some people in network news <laughs> run off to Democrats, senators, and uh, and congressmen and women to ask them whether this is going to be a bad situation for Donald Trump. Gee, let's see now. What do you think they might say? <clears throat> and the issue that uh, everybody's talking about, literally everyone is talking about, with a lot of emotion, a lot of passion, and with, for many people it stirs up a lot of unpleasant memories. Some of the memories are very recent, others not so much, but they're still very real. And that's the issue of sexual harassment, sexual assault, in the workplace. More media celebrities declared sexual harassers under fired. Matt Lauer is the most famous of the recent, of the most recent. Nobody knew what a a pig he was, or he's alleged to have been, with the sex toys and the button that locked the office door from, from his desk. And we have the audio track ready? Go ahead and play it. Yeah, keep
1: bending over like that. It's a nice view.
0: What did he say? Bend over. It's uh, keep on bending over. It's a nice view. Matt Lauer. And now ABC says or NBC. I'm sorry, NBC is investigating whether there were problems with Lauer previously. Nah, no, 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 nobody would have known. Somebody, somebody, somewhere must have said something. And where's this all going? And then there's also the question whether or not it's going to be a situation where maybe a man who is completely innocent of an accusation finds his life utterly and totally disturbed. So it's, um, it's important to talk about, important to, uh, to consider, and uh, we'll be taking your calls on the issue in a, in a couple of minutes. But first we have with us Professor Jane Kirtley. She's a professor of media ethics and the law at the University of Minnesota. She also does a lot of work with Canadian broadcast organizations. And she's been very kind uh, with her time to us over the years. Jane, thank you so much uh, for for your time today. And where, from your perspective, does this discussion begin? Does it begin with the big names? Does it begin somewhere else?
1: Quite honestly, I think it all began um, with the um, speculation about Donald Trump when he was still a candidate. And I think that um, the reaction to that uh, has kind of coalesced into a variety of women um, and some men who now feel that they are more than justified in coming forward to um, accuse and to assert that they have been the victims of sexual harassment or sexual assault. And as you mentioned, uh, some of these are, you know, go back many years. Some of them are quite recent. And I think there's been a very strong reaction, uh, not only by those who allege that they've been victims, but by others as well. It's been, I think, a time for uh, a lot of reflection and a lot of reaction. And I have, you know, I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota, so our biggest issue here right now involves two Minnesota celebrities, Garrison Keillor and uh, Senator Al Franken. And I can think it's Fair to say that the public reaction is pretty divided, um, because both are highly regarded here in the state, and I think uh, some of them, some people feel that the reaction has been swift and appropriate, and others think that it is disproportionate. Um, I think it's very good that uh, victims feel that they can come forward. I mean, I'm old enough to remember times when. Situation like this arose, and women were either not believed or their thoughts and comments and expressions were just brushed off. And so, I think it's good that we're re-examining all of this right now. But I do worry about the potential rush to judgment. Uh, not in any of these specific cases because we really don't know enough detail at this point. But looking down the road, um, I don't. I don't mean to shed a lot of tears for true. Uh, you know, people that are truly abusers. But I, I do think that the question of what's the line of acceptable behavior is going to be a little harder to define than some people might suggest.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you mentioned Al, Al Franken. Someone also stepped forward to accuse him of of being a sexual harasser. Yes. When it comes to someone in in a in a in a public office uh, like Mr. Franken is, as a senator, there are people who say he should. Uh, he should resign. Uh, that has come from Republicans and Democrats. And there are people who say that he should have an opportunity to to, um, to attend um, modif- behavior modification classes. And, 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 and when I look at somebody like Al Franken or, or somebody who has a position of some significant, really significant trust, if you do that and if you admit to it, you have to be gone. Is that overreaction?
1: i don't think it's an overreaction and frankly i'm a little disappointed that al franken has basically um, kind of doubled back and said i want to go through an ethics committee hearing i i am hard-pressed to see how that's going to really benefit anyone including him mm-hmm. Um, i think that this is something that his constituents should have an opportunity to weigh in on and i don't really know you know how how that's been playing out in terms of what kind of response he's getting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, John Conyers is another Democrat, uh, and there have been a couple of others that accusations have been made. And obviously they vary in terms of, uh, I guess, their severity. But if the idea is zero tolerance, then I think if that's the idea, then probably all of these people have to go. But the Republicans, I think, should bear in mind that that would also mean that somebody like roy moore who is going to be standing for election to the senate in just a a few days uh, needs to be examined closely too and that's why i think the republicans aren't quite sure how to deal with this and and i'm sure you know there have been noises about even if he is elected that they will expel him so this is a, a politically charged issue that that I wish it were not, because I don't see it as a Democratic Republican divide. It has to do with decent conduct. Yes, it does. And one would hope that no matter which side you are on, that you would agree that that. Yeah, is and it doesn't
0: matter whether you like somebody on television or like somebody on radio if they're guilty of uh, sexual harassment or or worse, sexual assault. I don't know if you. Well, I, I, qualify one against the other. If you're if you if you admit that you're guilty, then you have to go. And you can't say, I'm sorry, but I like my job. You can't do that. It doesn't it doesn't work that way because it was on the job in these cases that you behaved in a in a in an unacceptable and morally slovenly manner. Please stay with us, Jane. We'll come back with Professor Jane Kirtley on the Roy Green Show. She's a media ethics professor and law professor at the University of Minnesota, I'm going to ask her about someone like a Matt Lauer I mean, or, or, or Charlie Rose. People who are making scads of money are extremely popular and let everybody down. It's just the ethical side of things. I mean, there are so many questions. And then I'm going to give the opportunity uh, or ask you if you've had an experience where you've been sexually harassed or know someone who has. And I'm also curious whether it has to do with with age. Is it more an issue? I I don't know. I'm just asking. Is it more an issue that befell older women? So when they were younger, or is it as big a big of a problem today as it ever was? If you want to speak to this, and you have an experience you want to share, and you really want to get at it. Get it out there and have it talked about or have us talk to you about it. 800-263-2428 is the number. 1-800-263-2428. Give me your call now. We'll put you on hold. You'll hear everything that's being said on the air. But then you'll be sure to get your opinion, get your thoughts uh, on the radio. 800-263-2428. It's the Chorus Radio Network. It's the Roy Green Show. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We're talking about the issue of sexual harassment, sexual assault, the uh, instances and the occurrences in the workplace where people's lives, in many cases, have been really have been disrupted, because it becomes a PTSD issue for many women, and they carry it with them through throughout their lives. And so many of the most popular names, some of the very popular people or men now, or have been uh, either confessed or are fighting back and saying, "No, I didn't do it. I'm not. I'm not guilty of that." And and as uh, Our guest, Jane Kirtley, professor of media ethics and the law at the University of Minnesota, said we have to be careful about accusations that are made. Also, there's there's this aspect to it, Jane, and uh, you know this. Pamela Anderson um, said that it was common knowledge, quote, that certain producers or certain people in Hollywood are people to avoid privately. You know what you get into if you go to a hotel room alone with them. So she's putting some responsibility on women to not put themselves into that kind of situation. Is that fair? And I'm curious, what would your students say about that?
1: You know, that's a great question, because I think my generation of students now have have a much more limited tolerance for what they would regard as invasion of their space or their person than perhaps was the case with my generation or older people who... You know, maybe thought this was just part of the job and you just had to put up with it. Um, So, I mean, I think they would argue that, um, you know, uh, your own sense of kind of personal responsibility and taking responsibility for your own safety, that's an appropriate thing to factor in. But it still, of course, does not excuse people that are in positions of power taking advantage of their support. No, no. No. Things like that. So, I mean, I again, I think it's it, there's a much a greater sense of empowerment I see among my students, but that still wouldn't excuse the kinds of things we're hearing about. Okay,
0: does it surprise you as a media ethics professor and as as a woman who is a consumer of media when you see Matt Lauer's name? When you see Charlie Rose's name? Is it a surprise or should we never be surprised at anybody's name we see?
1: Well, I'll be honest and say I'm not particularly surprised. I mean, these individuals, and I don't just mean these two in particular, because we can include Bill O'Reilly, we can include many. You know, they get paid astronomical sums of money. They have huge power within their industry and within their particular employer. And I think it is probably understandable, although still not excusable, that they really believe that the rules just don't apply to them. Um, you know, power gives them the ability to, to cross these lines of what are acceptable behavior. I mean, there's a reason this is being done behind closed doors, as it's being alleged, because or at a, a private home out on Long Island or something, because on some level they know that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that is so troubling about this is that when they sit, set themselves up as arbiters of other people's behavior, I mean, just taking an example, Matt Lauer gave Hillary Clinton a very hard time during the uh, election campaign. And now people are going back and looking at that and saying, "Well, you know, is this sign of of a much deeper misogyny than than we realized?" And I raise that not to determine the truth or the falsity of it, but just to say that that underscores the ethical problem that journalists always have, which is to maintain credibility. And if you're a hypocrite, then how can you be an effective journalist and and that that's
0: the problem I see here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Clinton's, I'm surprised that Bill Clinton's name just seems to be uh, kept to the margins. He's he has so many issues and so many problems and so much so much doubt about what, he's, uh, what he says about what he's done or not done. Anyway, Jane, thank you so much. It's always great speaking with you, and uh, I'm going to take some calls and see what our what our callers across Canada have to say about this.
1: I'd be fascinated to hear. Thanks so much for including me in the beginning of the discussion. Yeah.
0: Take care, Jane. Thank you. Professor Jane Kirtley at the University of Minnesota, Professor of Media Ethics and the Law. One eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. Is my number. One eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. Wherever you are in this great country of ours, have you experienced sexual harassment or sexual assault in the workplace? Or at a social event? Um and have you been accused of sexual harassment? One 2428 I wonder, can, can a woman tell who the likely problematic men are going to be? Just by sort of looking at him. Anyway, your experiences, your thoughts, you know what, uh, you know what's on your mind about this issue. And let's hear it. You can email me, roy at roygreenshow.com. Follow me on Twitter. Tweet me at at the Roy Green Show. But most importantly, we like to hear your voice and hear your thoughts. 800-263-2428. We're back after this.